0: Chapters 21 to 27 of Book 8 of History of Animals by Aristotle, translated by Darcy Wentworth Thompson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. 21. To turn to quadrupeds, the pig suffers from three diseases, one of which is called Brancus, a disease attended with swellings about the windpipe and the jaws. It may break out in any part of the body. Very often it attacks the foot, and occasionally the ear. The neighbouring parts also soon rot, and the decay goes on until it reaches the lungs, when the animal succumbs. The disease develops with great rapidity, and the moment it sets in, the animal gives up eating. The swineherds know but one way to cure it, namely, by complete excision, when they detect the first signs of the disease. There are two other diseases which are both alike termed craurus The one is attended with pain and heaviness in the hand, and this is the commoner of the two, the other with diarrhea. The latter is incurable. The former is treated by applying wine fomentations to the snout and rinsing the nostrils with wine. Even this disease is very hard to cure. It has been known to kill within three or four days. The animal is chiefly subject to brancus when it gets extremely fat, and when the heat has brought a good supply of figs. The treatment is to feed on mashed mulberries, to give repeated warm baths, and to lance the under part of the tongue. Kings with flabby flesh are subject to measles about the legs, neck, and shoulders, for the pimples develop chiefly in these parts. If the pimples are few in number, the flesh is comparatively sweet, but if they be numerous, it gets watery and flaccid. The symptoms of measles are obvious, for the pimples show chiefly on the underside of the tongue, and if you pluck the bristles off the chine, skin will appear suffused with blood, and further the animal will be unable to keep its hind feet at rest. Pigs never take this disease while they are mere sucklings. The pimples may be got rid of by feeding on a kind of spelt called tife, and this spelt, by the way, is very good for ordinary food. The best food for rearing and fattening pigs is chickpeas and figs. But the one thing essential is to vary the food as much as possible, for this animal, like animals in general, delights in a change of diet. And it is said that one kind of food blows the animal out, that another superinduces flesh, and that another puts on fat, and that acorns, though liked by the animal, render the flesh flaccid. Besides, if a sow eats acorns in great quantities, it will miscarry as is also the case with the ewe. And, indeed, the miscarriage is more certain in the case of the ewe than in the case of the sow. The pig is the only animal known to be subject to measles. 22. Dogs suffer from three diseases, rabies, quincy, and sore feet. Rabies drives the animal mad, and any animal whatever, excepting man, will take the disease if bitten by a dog so afflicted. The disease is fatal to the dog itself, and to any animal it may bite, man excepted. Quincy also is fatal to dogs, and only a few dogs recover from disease of the feet. The camel, like the dog, is subject to rabies elephant which is reputed to enjoy immunity from all other illnesses, is occasionally subject to flatulency. Twenty-three. Cattle in herds are liable to two diseases, foot-sickness and crowrus. In the former their feet suffer from eruptions, but the animal recovers from the disease without even the loss of the hoof. It is found of service to smear the horny parts with warm pitch. In Crouris the breath comes warm at short intervals. In fact, Crouris in cattle answers to fever in man. The symptoms of the disease are drooping of the ears and disinclination for food. The animal soon succumbs, and when the carcass is opened the lungs are found to be rotten. Twenty-four. Horses out at pasture are free from all diseases excepting disease of the feet. From this disease they sometimes lose their hooves, but after losing them they grow them soon again, for as one hoof is decaying it is being replaced by another. Symptoms of the malady are a sinking in the wrinkling of the lip in the middle under the nostrils, and in the case of the male a twitching of the right testicle, stall reared horses are subject to very numerous forms of disease. They are liable to a disease called ileus. Under this disease the animal trails its hind legs under its belly so far forward as almost to fall back on its haunches. If it goes without food for several days and turns rabid, it may be of service to draw blood, or to castrate the male. The animal is subject also to tetanus, The veins get rigid, as also the head and neck, and the animal walks with its legs stretched out straight. The horse suffers also from abscesses. Another painful illness afflicts them, called the barley surfeit. The symptoms are a softening of the palate and heat of the breath. The animal may recover through the strength of its own constitution, but no formal remedies are of any avail. There is also a disease called nymphia, in which the animal is said to stand still and droop its head on hearing flute music. If during this ailment the horse be mounted, it will run off at a gallop until it is pulled. Even with this rabies in full force, it preserves a dejected, spiritless appearance. Some of the symptoms are a throwing back of the ears, followed by a projection of them great languor and heavy breathing. Heartache also is incurable, of which the symptom is a drawing in of the flanks, and so is displacement of the bladder, which is accompanied by a retention of urine and a drawing up of the hooves and haunches. Neither is there any cure if the animal swallow the grape-beetle, which is about the size of the spondyle or knuckle-beetle, the bite of the shrew-mouse is dangerous to horses and other draught animals as well. It is followed by boils. The bite is all the more dangerous if the mouse be pregnant when she bites, for the boils then burst, but do not burst otherwise. The kikigna, called calcis by some and zignus by others, either causes death by its bite, or at all events intense pain. It is like a small lizard, with the color of the blind snake. In point of fact, according to experts, the horse and the sheep have pretty well as many ailments as the human species. The drug known under the name of sandarake or Rialgar, is extremely injurious to a horse and to all draft animals. It is given to the animal as a medicine in a solution of water, the liquid being filtered through a colander. The mare, when pregnant, is apt to miscarry when disturbed by the odour of an extinguished candle, and a similar accident happens occasionally to women in their pregnancy, so much for the diseases of the horse. The so-called hippomanus grows, as has been stated, on the foal, and the mare nibbles it off as she licks and cleans the foal. All the curious stories connected with the hippomanus are due to old wives and to the vendors of charms. What is called the polium, or fool's membrane, is as all the accounts state delivered by the mother before the foal appears. A horse will recognize the name of any other horse with which it may have fought at any previous period, The horse delights in meadows and marshes, and likes to drink muddy water. In fact, if water be clear, the horse will trample in it to make it turbid, will then drink it, and afterwards will wallow in it. The animal is fond of water in every way, whether for drinking or for bathing purposes. And this explains the peculiar constitution of the hippopotamus or river horse. In regard to water, the ox is the opposite of the horse, for if the water be impure or cold or mixed up with alien matter, it will refuse to drink it. 25. The ass suffers chiefly from one particular disease, which they call melis. It arises first in the head, and a clammy humour runs down the nostrils thick and red. If it stays in the head the animal may recover but if it descends into the lungs the animal will die. Of all animals of its kind it is the least capable of enduring extreme cold, which circumstance will account for the fact that the animal is not found on the shores of the Euxine nor in Scythia. 26. Elephants suffer from flatulence, and when thus afflicted can void neither solid nor liquid residuum. If the elephant swallow earth-mould it suffers from relaxation. But if it go on taking it steadily, it will experience no harm. From time to time it takes to swallowing stones. It suffers also from diarrhea. In this case they administer draughts of lukewarm water or dip its fodder in honey, and either one or the other prescription will prove a costive. When they suffer from insomnia, they will be restored to health if their shoulders be rubbed with salt. Olive oil and warm water. When they have aches in their shoulders, they will derive great benefit from the application of roast pork. Some elephants like olive oil, and others do not. If there is a bit of iron in the inside of an elephant, it is said that it will pass out if the animal takes a drink of olive oil. If the animal refuses olive oil, they soak a root in the oil and give it the root to swallow. So much then for quadrupeds. Twenty-seven. Insects, as a general rule, thrive best in the time of year in which they come into being, especially if the season be moist and warm, as in spring. In beehives are found creatures that do great damage to the combs. For instance, the grub that spins a web and ruins the honeycomb. It is called the cleros. It engenders an insect like itself of a spider shape, and brings disease into the swarm. There is another insect resembling the moth, called by some the peraustus, that flies about a lighted candle. This creature engenders a brood full of a fine down. It is never stung by a bee, and can only be got out of a hive by fumigation. A caterpillar also is engendered in hives of a species nicknamed the teredo or borer with which creature the bee never interferes. Bees suffer most when flowers are covered with mildew, or in seasons of drought. All insects, without exception, die if they be smeared over with oil, and they die all the more rapidly if you smear their head with the oil, and lay them out in the sun. End of chapter 27